Hey, Jason here. Today's video, I'm gonna answer the question, should you invest in e auto e-com stock, um, Shift Technologies stock ticker SFT? This is an investment analysis for Dustin P who requested this on YouTube. Before I get to that though, I, I need to let you know you can get this video as a podcast anywhere in the world, but on larger podcasting platforms, Stitcher, Anchor, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and more. You can get this as part of the I Love Value Investing Podcast and Value Investing Card Podcast anywhere in the world for free. If you like this video and other videos, make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you're notified every time we reach a new video and release new videos all the time. Okay, apologize for this. Don't want to do this. Have to do this. Because every time I don't, I get nasty comments. These are for informational purposes only. I don't short sell ever, so these stock I talk negatively about, I do not gain from, and I don't um, have any position or I don't have any own any stock in a long position. There we go in any stock I talk positively about. These analysis videos are to help you figure out how to better uh, better and more efficiently and faster evaluate stocks for your personal investments. Um, because this is at the first stage of my analysis criteria, I don't care about what the company does. I don't care what the CEO says they're going to do. I don't care about the revolutions the company or the industry are going to bring. At this initial stage, a company has to meet my minimum um, requirements, my minimum thresholds, um, or I don't go any further into that other stuff, the growth stuff later. Because these are requested for the last three, four, five months now, have been our 100% requested videos from viewers, I oftentimes do not know what the company does until I do the videos. And I keep that purpose, uh, I do that on purpose. I honestly, if I don't know what the company does, I don't look until I do these videos um, because I don't want that to bias me either negatively or positively. Why should you listen to anything I have to say? Because in the first nine years of my career, I produced average annual investment returns in portfolios I manage of 23.5% per year on average. This puts me just behind the great Warren Buffett in the first nine years of his career, um, where he produced 24.2% annual returns at his Buffett Limited Partnership. Um, no, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that to prove to you that I actually know what I'm talking about a little bit. Um, okay, again, apologize for that. Don't want to do it. Have to do it. Another caveat here today. Um, I apologize for the video. I usually try to make three, four, five videos a week. I haven't made a video in the last 10 days or so. Morningstar, anybody here uses Morningstar like I do, um, they changed their website. They no longer offer most of the key ratios that I look at. Um, so we're going to do a modified version here. A, Morningstar, what are you doing? Uh, I even reached out to them. I reached out to their Twitter and their Facebook page. What happened to the key ratios tab? Um, or the actual expanded page. They never got back to me, of course. Um, but what I figured out is it most of the information, not all of it, is now listed underneath a um, operating, what's the title of it? I'm moving my screen here because I have it behind me. I think it's operating performance tab. Um, the information is not as great, is not as thorough, but it still will give us an idea of the information we're going to talk about here. So again, today we're going to cover um, Ecom Stock Shift Technology, stock ticker SFT. This is an investment analysis for Dustin P. Get my face out of here. There we go. Okay. 
So, Shift Technologies. Tiny company. Again, love these kind of stocks. These are my favorite to research. But as always with these tinier companies under a billion dollars, um, I always have to say this caveat. Most companies in this arena are not good. Um, not good, not as in not potentially good investments. Um, and I say that again, loving these kind of companies, but you have to be very careful with smaller companies, smaller public stocks specifically. This illustrates this consensus for P being zero, illustrates that the company is likely unprofitable. Okay. Shift Technologies Inc. is an end-to-end -end auto e-commerce platform transforming platform transforming the used car industry with a technology-driven, hassle-free customer experience. The company makes car purchase and ownership simple, making buying or selling a used car fun, fair, and accessible to everyone. Provides comprehensive digital solutions throughout the car ownership lifecycle, finding the right car, having a test drive brought to you before you buy the car, um, blah, 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 blah. So they are, um, what's the other company that does this? Um, there's several now, but the other one that's coming to my mind is like Carvana. Uh, so this sounds very much like them. Okay. Oh, wait. Key ratios. Yeah, see that tab here that was before your before is no longer here. I even tried to do some ninja, um, <laughs> ninja research, um, and I'll show you. SFT, key ratios, tab, morning star. So I even tried this and it's not even listing on here anymore. So they must have taken it away for whatever reason. Um, but that's annoyance. But we still have enough inter information to figure out about this company and I'll show you the new kind of structure as we go. Um, operating margin, not good, negative 40.2%. I look for anything above po positive 10%. Um, so that's not good. Negative free cash flow. Also not good. They get 152 million. Not good. Okay, here is the new operating performance tab. It is kind of bleh. Um, again, the information is enough, but it's not good enough like the past videos. <clears throat> um, hopefully they bring back the key ratios tab. At some point, I don't know if it's a member only benefit. I don't know if they got rid of it. I don't know. Because, of course, they didn't get back to me. But, and because of that, we're going to have to kind of jump around a little bit. Um, so their negative operating profits for, looks like they IPO'd in 2019. Um, negative operating profits of around negative 40 plus percent over the last two years, two plus years. Again, I look for anything about positive 10% on a consistent basis. Um, ROIC, I look for anything about positive 10 on a consistent basis. Um, theirs are massively negative, negative 112.7% in 2019, negative 33% in 2020, and then trailing 12 month period, negative 35%. Um, so not good. Um, I do like this though. It shows you the index average. I don't know what goes into this index because I don't know what the index is for this. Um, and it changes based on the company, based on the, um, comparison, based on the company that they're comparing to. Um, so I don't know what that is, but that is a good Thing to have here because it gives you a snapshot look of what the industry average ROIC is or the index average. And again, 
whatever the index is that they're comparing it to. That is 13.2%. They're at negative 112 in 2019, negative 33 in 2020. Okay. So they have, and we'll go look at book value and share count on the actual income statement and balance sheet um, because we can find those there. One thing I'm noticing here is the day's sales outstanding, day's inventory, day's payable. On the old key ratios tab, they listed the total number as a the cash conversion cycle. This is still true. These are just the individual parts of that. So the big problem I'm noticing here is their inventory is stacked up massively. Um, since 2019, from up from 39 days in 2019 to 106 days in trailing total month period. That is a gigantic problem which is increasing the amount of time it's taking to sell, sell things, in this case, vehicles, um, which is lowering or which will lower the company's profitability um, and efficiency over time, which is why they're, um, well, I can't say that ROIC because it's massively negative 2019. Same thing here. So <laughs> I can't necessarily show you that, but especially if this continues over the long term, that will have massive problems for the company their cash conversion cycle because of this has gone up drastically. Um, even though their day pay, day's payable period has gone up, it's from four days to 18 days, <clears throat> that still doesn't even come close to matching the increase in day's inventory and day sales outstanding. Um, so that is a massive red flag right there, especially for a company with hard assets that it's taking longer to sell stuff or it's taking them, they, um, taking them longer to sell stuff here day sales outstanding from four days up from four days in 2019 to 29 days rounded up in a trailing 12 month period. Um, that means their inventory is stacking up and that means that their cash conversion cycle is going out and also means they may have to discount inventory. They may have to offer incentives, all these things, lower revenue, they lower profits and their profits are already massively negative. So that's a massive red flag right there on here. That's about it that's useful on this page anymore. Um, again, hopefully they bring back the key ratios tab because that was far more useful. But I don't control Morningstar. So we're going to have to go. I'm going to show you where you can go to get that information. And they even took the key ratios out from here, up here too. So I'm going to show go and show you where you can find that information. You can find that information for share count rising, which is one of the things I look for income statement. Uh, let's go to the annual numbers for that. Okay. These are all the way at the bottom and you want the diluted weighted average shares outstanding. Diluted WASO. Diluted weighted average shares outstanding. That's what that means. Um, so their share count, it's hard to tell because it's only been a public for two years, but they issued a massive amount of shares in the last 12 months um, because they went they had in 2019, 82 million shares outstanding. 2020, they had 19 million shares outstanding. Now in 2021, they have 84 million shares again. So they've issued a ton of shares to stay alive, which we'll see on the cash flow statement. And that is not a good thing. Um, especially the only time issuing shares is a good thing is when the company is massively overvalued. This company probably is um, because it's massively unprofitable. 
But when you do that, it also has a tendency to lower the share price, which we've seen in our, some of our past videos. It's going to be hard to tell with this coming, but not really. So they're actually below their IPO price, which was around $10 per share. Um, they're 15.3% below their um, IPO price in 2019. That is partially because of the share dilution, probably mostly because of the continued negative uh, profitability. Okay, balance sheet. Again, book value per share is not calculated anymore because the key ratio tab is gone, but we can look at the balance sheet to figure that out if we wanted to. I will tell you where to find the book value and then you can divide it by the book value, uh, by the number of shares to figure that out. So they have a ton of cash, $233.9 million in cash. The market cap was $730. So they have a good chunk of cash, which is good. But my guess is that's mostly from share issuances and debt because they are massively unprofitable on both an operating profit, um, ROIC, and free cash flow basis. Nothing major here. Most of their assets are in cash. Which is a bit surprising. I figured it'd be mostly in vehicles. Unless they are more the platform. Let me go back and look. So they might just be the platform that's kind of like the middleman. term debt. They don't have any debt anymore. Uh, not long-term debt. They do have short-term debt. Not a huge amount though. And most of this information is not important down here. Relatively clean balance sheet. Actually very clean balance sheet. Stock-based compensation, this is related most likely to the IPO. See that a lot for recently IPO companies um, and also typically just larger companies in general. Okay, so this is interesting. The change in inventories has gone from positive 25 million in 2019 to negative, what's the change? 52.5 million in the trillion total period. That's interesting. Um, does that mean that they probably sold out a lot of their inventory and maybe they're having trouble getting inventory in now, which is probably actually true because used um, cars right now are selling way above asking price um, because there's such a short supply of them. Um, and there's also a short supply of replacement um, semiconductors and um, brand new conductors for used and new vehicles. So that is probably makes sense. Okay. So they're using debt, using short-term debt to pay short-term debt. Not necessarily a huge deal. Financing, other financing, where did that number come from? 300 million. Where did that come from? Let's see that. 
2020. Other financing cash flow in the notes that they have. Proceeds. Okay, so that I would want to figure out, but it's not a huge deal because frankly, this company so far meets none of my thresholds for investment. Um, so I would not invest in it. And it can't, its valuations cannot be read because it's unprofitable on every single metric. Um, again, I've done this in several videos now. Oops. But here's what I would do to get a relative valuation of an unprofitable company. So let's say, let's find a company of a similar size. like 700 million ish 730 so a little bit further back a little bit more okay so here's an internet retail company um need to find a company that's profitable let's try this pgt have a forward PE and they have operating profits good okay so what we're going to do here is they are not profitable actually on an operating basis so this will not work but what I was going to show you is you can compare this to get an uh, to another company that is profitable and checking on their valuation if they're you overvalued and usually right now most stocks are overvalued so if they are worth about the same in terms of market cap on the stock market but one company is far more profitable than the other company and the other company is overvalued that means the other company is even more overvalued. Um, if you want to see that and illustrated I tried to do it here doesn't always work out um, but if you want to see that here you can check out our other videos at the links below but I would not invest in this company um, it really doesn't meet any of my thresholds actually let me go back I was gonna show you the book value stuff wasn't I getting used to this you are getting used to this new um, morning star look I'm not sure I like it I say that pretty much every time <laughs> they do an update. Okay, book value right here, 43.3 million in 2019, I think this was. And in 2020, that number is now 237 million. So their book value has gone up, which means their book value per share has gone up. Otherwise, or not considering their massive share dilution in the last year. So with that, we'd have to calculate it out based on 2019 here, 43 divided by the number of shares there, find the book value per share, 
237.2 here divided by the new number of shares. I would guess the 43.3 um, or higher. Actually, let's just not guess. Let's go and look. But the point here is typically you want to see book value per share going up over time. But there's one caveat to that. So 82.1, and I forgot they had a huge number last year. So yeah, another book value per share has gone way up. I don't even have to calculate it because in 2020 they had a lower share count. Now it's back up again. So in 2020, their book value per share went way up. Um, not really a real world thing, though, in my opinion, because of how, how the massive increase in shares or the massive decrease in shares and then the massive increase in shares with that. Not really an apples to apples comparison, not really a huge deal because frankly, again, the company doesn't meet really any of my thresholds, so I wouldn't invest it anyways um, in the portfolios I manage. So I hope this helped. I hope this was useful. Dustin P, um, thanks for the analysis uh, or thanks for the analysis recommendation. Hope this was helpful. Love to hear if I missed anything, if I should explain something better. Let me know in the comments below this for Dustin P and everyone. If you want me to look at a stock like this for you, let me know in the comments below. Again, every video I've done over the last three, four, five months now has been at a viewer request. If you want me to do that for you, um, let me know in the comments below. I look for any, uh, I'll look at a stock anywhere in the world for you. The only stocks I will not look at though are banks because I don't evaluate them, insurance companies because you have to actually dig into the annual reports to evaluate them, and they have to be producing revenue. Why do they have to be producing revenue? because I've done some videos where they weren't and they're frankly quite boring because if the company's not producing revenue at this stage of my analysis, I don't care about the story. I don't care what the CEO says. I don't care about any of that stuff. So if it doesn't have revenue and profits or unprofitability and metrics now, pretty boring analysis. So if it meets those three things though, I'd love to look at the stock for you again, anywhere in the world. If you're looking for more help on how to become a better investor, make sure to check out our resources below, including our five free gifts, which you can get the full written worksheet of this, which is stage two, not three, stage two of my analysis, which is the next stage. After this, you actually do the worksheet. Um, you can get that as part of the five free gifts below in the links below. You can also get a free PDF copy of the book, How to Value Invest. You can also get a free copy of our guide, Seven Tips to Picking Great Stocks and Three Times You Must Sell. You can get all three of those for free at the links below. If you're looking for more help from directly from me on how to become a better investor, check out our newly relaunched masterclass. Um, super happy about this. Super excited. Um, to get more or to be getting more people in here and helping you learn better faster more efficiently how to evaluate stocks well um, you can check out links for that in the in the description below as well um, if you're watching on youtube thanks so much like love share subscribe we really appreciate all that also um, when you subscribe hit the notification bell because we're releasing new videos all the time maybe notified if you're listening on the podcast again uh, very much appreciated Thanks so much. We'd all we'd like that same stuff, but also a review on the podcast because the more reviews, views, and listens we get to our content, the more people we can help. Um, but until next time, have a great day. Talk soon.